Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Spunt Voice, Spunto to be exact, with the food show. That doesn't make any sense so far, does it? Anyway, uh, here we are beginning again another a few hours, a couple hours, with the food show in which we talk about eating, restaurants, cooking, wine, and everything else you can think of to uh, share with us. Uh, Dishes that you have loved but you can't seem to find anymore. Uh, Restaurants that uh, really look great but they don't anymore for whatever reason. Marianne, uh, Marianne is here, too, and uh, I'm Tom Fitzmorris. I was late today. Usually, too. Yeah. I yeah. was early. I know. Well, you've been here for a while. So we were yeah. talking about <laughs> names of restaurants off the air. And, uh, and it's, it's a good, it's a, I think it's a fun thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you were creating a restaurant, because, you know, naming something is really important. It really is. I mean, when I struggled and struggled and struggled. Yeah. Trying to think of the perfect name for my show, my kid's show. Yeah. And it was just all of a sudden a lightning bolt hit me, and the name came to me, and it was perfect. I've never thought about it since. Hmm. So when you get, when you get the lightning bolt, and sometimes the lightning bolt should maybe kill you instead because of the name that you've come up I, with. <laughs> I refuse to accept that premise. No, I'm just saying it's like sometimes the name is really not good. So uh, I'm curious hmm. to see. Uh, you know my you, name, don't you? Can much you, can much you, better than you know mine. Can you, I will say can that. Can you throw it out? I mean, and just do it? Tom. Yeah? Yeah. Thomas Gerard Joseph Chilson Phineas Nathaniel, I'll have you know. Yes. Well, you know what? I deny those Four, other ones. Four, <laughs> 14 years ridiculous. old when I changed that. Oh, wow. What a geek. Wanted what to a be geek different. you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's shocking sometimes. Uh-huh. Every now and then it just hits me. Wow, that is pretty geeky. What's funny is anyway. people, uh, complete strangers, uh, walk up to me and they say, wait a minute, you're Thomas? Da, da, da. And then I give them a couple more and they, they just take you know, it away. And that royals, was that. We can't hear you all of a sudden for some reason. Uh, when the royal names come out, I think... Yeah, take your hand off the thing, he oh, says. I'm sorry, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, when the royal names come out, I think, yeah. wow, that's a lot of names. But they at least have a reason for having them. I mean, your reason was just, <laughs> I'm going to be as goofy as I can. Anyway. Um, I mean, really, what is it that's so bad about being unique? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, I, I try not to think about it. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so do you have anyone you in your name, house? If We're you, not going to ask if you have anyone in your house. That's really no. I, if you have anybody in your life. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. if, if you know uh, a, a, a restaurant that has an unusual name or, uh, the, or looks unusual. Uh, call us up and let's talk about that because those those restaurants have a way of becoming famous and oftentimes very good. Like I'll give you one just off the top of my head. Mascal, wait a minute, Mascal. 
Um, Mascal Mascal's Manaria. No, 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 that isn't what I was shooting at at all. Uh, oh gosh! It's Help one of those days. Folks. It's been Help a. Help us two six zero six three six eight is the number. That's two six zero menu. If you have a restaurant that you just love the name of, yeah. I'd like to hear it. If you have a restaurant that you just hate the name of, mm-hmm. I'd, I'm sure they'd like to hear it. Um, if I had a restaurant myself, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would name it because I'm not thinking about that but I know that I really struggled naming my show that was something that was really important naming something is really important when I hear people struggling over the names of their children you do struggle a lot over the names of your children and that's obviously a much more important thing to get right than the name of your restaurant but it's also important to get the name of your restaurant right so uh, if you have a restaurant whose name you just love. The reason we're talking about this is that I just wrote something in nomenu.com, which, by the way, if you haven't gone, you should go have a look at the new nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U. Before you go on, since you brought it up, Mm -hmm. there's something that has happened as of the last two days, and that is the the, um, inside our New Orleans menu Mm -hmm. uh, uh, newsletter every day. Uh, We have installed some newer kind of uh, software in there. And it's much easier to look up things that have come in, and uh, and it looks better, and it's got a lot of other things. So you just go to nomenu.com, and you don't even have to look for it. You're going to find all the things that I'm talking about. So there's a piece on there about the new LJs, which LJs. is, is going that? to take the place of Mondo. And there are a couple oh. of names that are in that piece that made me start thinking about restaurant names. One of the people who owned this new restaurant worked at Spunto. Spunto. Back who knows? In the day. Let's see if anybody remembers Spunto. I remember this is... Spunto very I fondly. I remember Spunto very You're fondly. The one who... And I have to tell you, oh, I don't me. even know if I've been to Nola more than once since their opening uh-huh. day. But I remember Spunto really, really fondly. And I was devastated to see Spunto go away. And I think Spunto was actually the first place that I ever saw neon lights in script. Like you see hmm. for Instagram everywhere now. Yeah. Everything's Instagrammable with their little uh, neon lights. First time I ever saw neon lights being used that way. And uh, it was just a really cool place. And it is a really cool place. I like the space a lot. But I haven't been to NOLA in forever. But I, I do remember Spunto very fondly. Mm-hmm. So if you remember Spunto, let's have a little reminiscence about Spunto. But one of the guys very that hip. owns it, besides working at Spunto, the, the he worked at Mezzaluna, which is a great name for of, a pizza restaurant. Yeah, half of a uh, yeah, it's a pizza. It's a it's a pizza cutter. It's a pizza cutter. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's a great name for a restaurant. I remember uh, Danny's old restaurant, Cava. I thought that was a good name for a restaurant. Similarly, Tom has an absolute obsession about restaurants that are named with numbers. (laughs) So don't get Tom started on that. Wait a minute. It's hard to stop him when he goes down that rabbit hole. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'll bet you Pat Gallagher would. If Pat Gallagher was sitting right here, he'd say... 
Oh, man. Tom gave me the worst time about naming it Gallagher 527. <laughs> I see a name up there. Robin. Okay, let's talk to Robin. 260 if you would like to get into the conversation. Hi, Robin. Welcome. Mary Ann, Tom, how are y'all? We are good. We're how y'all are you? fine. I have a very curious question. We could sure um, use it. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, I just bought a cookbook. Did you? And um, what's the name it, of it? I, the name of it is Estella. Estella. Oh, I like that'd be a good name for a restaurant. How do you spell it? Estella. E S T E L A. Oh. Uh, boy, uh, it's that's um, oh, I thought stars. My question was going to be why does Tom have so many names? Okay, Estella. No, my is, my question is yeah. why is his picture in this book? My picture? Oh my goodness, I don't know why is Estella. What is Estella? It's Where a it's a star. It like a Estella means star. Tom, shut up so she can talk. What? Um, it's a restaurant in New York City. Oh, yeah. and, and Tom's pictures um, in there. It looks, it really looks like him. Well, there's a lot oh, of guys that, that look me. like Tom. You know, um, the fiddler on the roof. Um, I was the, the, I, I was the fiddler on the roof once. I'll tell you about that story later. Oh, my God. I remember thinking to myself, I married this guy. Yes. Okay. Okay, I'll tell him now. Uh, we, it was on uh, 93.3. That, that's, oh, there, this was before God. a whole bunch of radio stations had These swapped These are memories around. I try to forget, but here they come back. Go yeah. ahead. No, this is, there's nothing too horrible about this. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, they were doing a promotion for the Fiddler on the Roof, which was playing around New Orleans. Well, you wouldn't play around New Orleans, but they... It was it probably was at the Sanger, yeah. Probably uh-huh. a, a big deal, because th- that would be a really huge yeah. production uh-huh. to do. So uh, anyway, they said, if you uh, uh, can appear in public uh, wearing a... Uh, fedora, which you a, a actually fedora do. And, own, yes. uh, and uh and walking around with... Uh, a Violin. With a violin. Which and, he also has. And, uh, and if and somebody driving by sees you on the roof of a, because, you know, hence the name right. of the, of the, of the, the place, yes. Fiddler on the Roof, uh, and uh, you, uh, whoever sees you, whoever spots you, wins the prize, whatever it was. I don't uh-huh. remember. Anyway, I was the guy with the, uh, with the violin and the beard. And uh, and the top, uh, the uh, fedora, and, and the fedora, right, yeah. and all of this, uh, you know, and and I'm not even Jewish, so uh, I, the, and it was a fiddler on the roof, that's which you know, a, a classic, classic, many uh, side jobs, yes, yeah, that's a good question, Estella. Why, you know what? I mean, not Estella, um, Robin. Why don't you take a picture of that? Yeah, and good send idea. it to us at nomenu.com. I'd like to see it. Okay. Is there an explanation of it? It it has no information on, I mean, I know it's the chef because he's in several of the pictures, Mm -hmm. but he's sitting at a table and it looks like with Tom from maybe a few years ago. Okay. (laughs) You know, it it rings a bell with me, but I I can't figure what (laughs) exactly. The chef's name is Ignacio Ignacio Matos. He is um, from Uruguay. Oh, no kidding. Huh. And well, somebody put some work in into that. Really good. That's interesting. The recipes, yeah. the recipes are amazing. Okay. But I was like, that would be just like Tom to be having dinner with the chef. So. Okay, well, now, where did you hear of Ignacio 
whatever his last well, name is. Well, have you heard of a website called Food Fifty Two? No. Dot com. You should. It's if you Comes like. Comes out once a week. Like to eat. Get it? <laughs> um, it seems like I get it more than that. Uh-huh. More more often than that, but mm-hmm. they sometimes will be selling you know, pots and different things in the mm-hmm. kitchen. But a lot of times it's recipes. Mm, and they had on there a recipe for a, like an open face tomato toast. Mm-hmm. It was, and it was fabulous. It had um, like brie underneath the toast that had been rubbed in garlic mm-hmm. and uh, with the slices of a big beefsteak tomato. I mean, mm. it was perfect for our Creoles. Yeah, right. So mm. I've been eating that like every day of the week. And <laughs> Good. That's a good thing to eat. So, but the, the write-up on the chef sounded so interesting that I went to Amazon and bought the book. All mm. right. Mm. Um, my husband has been the um, lucky person to have uh, – been the recipient of the recipes that I've made in this cookbook. Oh, well, okay. uh, we I mean, know we know somebody else good. who will uh, benefit yeah. from this, and that is uh, our son Jude, uh, who works for. Uh, <laughs> I have a lot of Amazon stock, so Amazon. Too, so yeah, keep he, buying that stuff from Amazon. So he's in good shape yeah. about this, but. but uh, anyway, that's an interesting story. Very and those of you, story. we're gonna send that to us because I want to see it. I want to see if that's Tom. Okay, because there are a lot of people the that look like of the Tom. book is, as well. Yeah, okay. but the but the picture to me, I mean, maybe not the glasses he would wear, but it looks like it easily be okay. Tom. Okay, mm. yeah. we'll see. Yeah. All right, thank you for calling, right. Robin. Thanks right. for calling. Bye. Yeah, let us go to Allie. Allie. Oh, is this the Allie we might be seeing tomorrow? Who named Who named her business? Yeah. Lofton Oysters. She Lofton didn't have to think oysters. about it at all. I get some Lofton stuck in my oysters sometime. Yeah. Now that, Are you still that's... there, Allie? I, I am. And um, forgive me because, you know, I'm in carpool pickup right now. So, like, ah, you know, I got to go. Uh-huh. I got to go. Um, but, okay, so three, I've been listening to you all, all week, but I haven't had a chance to hide in my pantry to call you. <laughs> so I finally, I was like, I'm going to call him while I'm in carpool pickup. Um, did you find out who had a really great stuffed flounder around the city when you uh, were talking about it? Well, Bruning's was the place that historically was. You know, Bruning's is no longer with us. But, oh, okay. But uh, the place I would go, somebody said, I really love uh, uh, flounders spread open and stuffed with crab meat. And, you know, that's the this classic uh, recipe for that. And the place I would go if I were looking for that it would be the Pelican Club, where that is okay. really a house specialty. It's not what, just a stuffed flounder, stuffed, a whole fried stuffed fish. with crab meat. It's delicious. A whole fried fish. That, I know. You know, and this is not a restaurant that we think of as being in any way kind of second rate. That's a wonderful restaurant. More no, than, one I bet one you could find that at Blue so Crab I had heard too. Say that, but I didn't know um, for sure if somebody else called and said. Well, I'll tell you. My husband makes it with Popeye's fried chicken. <laughs> well, why not? We you know, that, that's over Popeye's fried chicken. We it, but we do, we do the same mixture as you would with the crab, but we do it with Popeye's fried chicken with something. It's really good. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. Uh, what does he make with leftover Popeye's fried chicken? Uh, what? 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 Yes. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> really? What? Fantastic. Uh, he makes a stuffed flounder with Popeye's fried chicken. You'd get that, wouldn't you, yeah. Frank? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. 
we, the celery and the and the um you know the the Trinity mixture yeah, and with the crispiness of the fried chicken, it's phenomenal. I know, and here's something else phenomenal. Well, then why do you need to go find it in the restaurant? Have him do it. Because I'm interested to try other people. Okay, well if you want if you want one that's stuffed with uh-huh. crab meat, you'd have to go to a seafood. Well, a little restaurant. bit of work. I would try blue crab also. Yeah, when we come back. Because right. we were about to Take come back. Care. Where is he going? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it, my life is always brightened up whenever we are assailed by those Jesuit guys. Uh, guys who, uh, who who made, to, who well, we both from the same class of Jesuit, except uh, I have a new wrinkle on the idea. Huh? Frank Maselli. WWL HD2. You have that Italian... American Italian Cultural Center, Center, and it's, I think it's in this building or the next building over. Here we go. We appear to be back, and I think we are. Okay. We are. Yeah. So, uh, but... uh, Frank Mazzelli's in the studio. Yep. To talk about his new renovation. Yeah, it's always great to be here with my old classmate, the Blue Jay himself, Tom Fitzmaurice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Man, I still miss um, those rolls. I still miss those soft rolls oh, in Jesuit, huh? Everything about Jesuit I remember fondly. Yeah, right. Yeah. We, we, you, you tend to forget the best. You can <laughs> get you can get those at Brennan's. Oh, them soft get rolls. Get what at Brennan's? You can get these delicious kind of rolls that come it, it, sort of like a pack, only it's only six or nine of them. And they're delectable. Oh, yeah. Brennan's is serving that as a bread. Yeah. Yes. The food there was pretty good. Yeah, Jess would all I ate was the soft rolls in the milk. We drank mm-hmm. milk and ate soft yeah. rolls in the food. We, we didn't even eat the food. So. Yeah. I used I to pick up the uh, quarter that they get, that it costs to have lunch. Remember, it, it, 25 cents was 25 uh, at Jesuit. Uh, that's two bits right. for lunch. Yeah, we remember back then. But Tom I used to eat all of his. Oh, of course I did. But and I, I was, never ate any of mine. I was at the counter, and I would take the quarters from people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you remember yeah. coffee and donuts at oh, yeah. Cafe du Monde. Was that. that was 25 cents also. Yeah, yeah. 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 everything anyway. comes around. Well, you know, Tom, for the last year, we've yeah. been renovating the American Italian Cultural Center and the American Italian Museum. We've now created a really nice new museum that'll be open in about three or four weeks. Hmm. Uh, and it's going to tell the history of the Italian slash Sicilians coming from Sicily, arriving here, and how they progressed all the way to today. So it's going to tell a real nice story. And uh, it's been a long, hard road, uh, a year of renovation and, and uh, development, but, but the actual... Uh, research and all goes back several years, so I mean it's been a, it's been a lot mm. of work, but it's really coming out nicely. You know what yeah. I find most interesting about that whole Sicilian migration to New Orleans? All of the people whose names in New Orleans are cities in Sicily: the Trapanis, the Messinas. That's correct. Um, Even my grandmother, my grandfather was a Camerata. And there's, oh. a, there's a Mount Camerata in Sicily, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I wonder why nobody's a Palermo. There are Palermo. There are plenty of Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. It's the biggest town Catania's? in the whole place. Are there any a Terramina for sure, yeah. My great-grandmother was a Terramina. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I guess like everybody coming over from Sicily just, you know, wrote well, the name I of where they were from. Or the people that 
registered them here, say, where are you from? Taramina. Okay, that's your name. Mary Taramina. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the kind of the story I've been yeah. told. Is that know? right? Is, is that the story that you were told? Because I was wondering yeah, if, they, if they had to do that's that correct. to Absolutely. be uh, accepted or something. So they were just given that as the port of entry. And I want to tell you two quick things. Okay, first, in 1850, a trade route was established between Palermo and New Orleans. I have no doubt about that. Selling. You, you can tell just by listening to the way people talk. Well, <laughs> really. <laughs> well, anyway, in 1850, Sicily was the lemon capital of the world. Is that okay? right, really? Because I oh, thought it was Capri. No, okay. no. Well, no. Well, that's, no. I, I, it, was, <laughs> it was Sicily. So in 1850, they started shipping lemons and oranges and other fruits uh, and vegetables to New Orleans. Okay, so in 1880... And, and Spumoni, too. That, well, that Spumoni, <laughs> that's right, that's right. They had the, uh, I don't know how they kept it cold. But, <laughs> but, uh, Good answer. So, in, um, but in 1880, when the big immigration started, the people in western Sicily, which is closer to Palermo, yes. they got on those boats and came to New Orleans. So that's why... Perfect I, match. Yeah, that's why all the, everyone hears from pretty much western Sicily, but Sicily. And it was because they had already established the trade route? Because we already had, the boats were already coming here. Okay. Now, the people in eastern Sicily, which is more Taramina, Messina, they went to Messina, and those boats went to Ellis Island. So you have Sicilians all over the country, but, you know, our people all came from more. Interesting. You know, most of them here. We have some from Taramina and other. Where would we be without, uh, without the food of that whole part of the world? Yeah, no muffalettas. No muffalettas. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And no spaghetti and meatballs. No either. spaghetti and yeah, meatballs. Well, anyway, it was nice being here with y'all. It's always so that's your the kind of stuff we'll be at the museum, huh? Oh, we're going to have a, a I'm excited. great that history. That sounds great. Yeah, a great well, story. i got to warn you about one thing. Uh, there was a guy who was uh, nominated to have the title of the Italian-American uh, uh uh, was, let, ambassador? Uh, uh, no, no. It, it involved. Um, uh, I, I'm missing a, an important to, little chunk of stuff here. You? Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> no, you, I, they they made me the. Uh, uh, oh, is this you, Tom? It was the you, Buddy Dilberto media. Media. Anyway, they <laughs> made, gave me this prize, which is ridiculous because I don't know anything about sports. Nothing at all. Well, no, the, and, just it was a media award. Yeah, okay. and it was just named after Buddy D because Buddy he was, busy. was a friend of ours, and he had just he had passed away not yeah. not long before oh, that. Was it that so? so we, enough. you know, we've given that to a lot of a lot of great people. I'm, I'm flattered yourself. by it, but it was kind of yeah. strange. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't sports. <laughs> no, it wasn't about sports. It was a sports banquet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Um, so, don't he, worry, just wanted, gonna, he just wanted to note that. That's yeah, all. yeah. Just let get the word out. <laughs> remember we sang. Remember, because you and I have sang. Oh, yeah. no. Que bella cosa na giornata sole Que bella sole na da di da da Oh sole Que bella ne O sole mio Sta in front a te O sole Gotta work on those uh, <laughs> <laughs> those notes. All right. Goodbye. All right. Thank y'all. Grazie. Ciao. Now I need some grappa. And remember, if you ever need something I some before that. culinary, anything having to do with food, anything having to do with food, uh, look to the Italian 
cuisine, cuisines. Well, that's the best, I think. And because, uh, you know, I think those people eat better than anybody else in the world. If we've gone more than a few times. And it's just everywhere you go. Just It's lusty, great, not too expensive. Just soul ev- satisfying. Soul satisfying. That's, That's absolutely. So having grown up in an Italian family, Italian grandmothers, mother, aunts, food to my mother, grandmother, aunts is very personal. It is very love. Pa- they it have is passion. Love. So yeah. when they cook, it's got to it's be for real. great. Yeah. The yeah. day, no substitution. It's got to be great. And, and that's the way it is in Italy. It's, it's love. Very, food is love. They're, they're, they're putting serious. their love into their, that's into right. their they cooking. That's right. They love it. So. Uh, wait, is there a Maselli in, in Sicily? No, the Maselli's were from Puglia. Puglia. Okay. Which okay. is a region and, and that, of yeah, That came okay. in with the little pigs, yeah. right? Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> the it's, Puglia. It's, it's we a had, region. had that little grocery store on the corner, Ursuline. Puglia's. Puglia, yeah, yeah, Puglia is like we sang or uh, said around here, but Puglia. But it's spelled the same, right? You just yeah. drop the G. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pool. No, <laughs> okay. Puglia, you don't pronounce Puglia. the G. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Or, you, yeah. or you drop it or right. you don't pronounce right. it. Right. All right. All right. Y'all have a great Bye-bye. day. Thank you, Frank. Nice Thanks. seeing you. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Ciao. Oh, Bello. Excuse me. You can get it right. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Let's go to Ron, Knowing the gourmet for, uh, waiter, how many years? who I think is going 50 to something years. change yeah. the subject totally. Hi. Hello, hello. Good afternoon. How are y'all doing? We're, We're having doing? a lot of fun today, but that's our show. That's what it's about. Great. Marianne, is today the day for uh, the topic we discussed yesterday? Well, it can be. I uh, I would like f- to hear from the man himself, but I have no reason to think that I am. So you can go ahead and say what you were going to say. Well, you might. Uh, I notified him uh, that uh, there was going to be an announcement of sorts, and I thought it would be best if he said it too. So if you're okay, uh, I'm going to go to something different. Huh? What are you talking about? Okay, wait. You're I'm, talking about Scott. I was talking about Al Copeland. So okay, so Al Copeland. You can, I mean, I, I. It doesn't matter to me. Um, you know, it does. does I made a Scott, recipe. What? I made a recipe for something that I think is a lot of fun, and I'm actually going to try it tomorrow night. Okay, oh, okay. what is it? It's a deconstructed spicy chicken sandwich pizza. <laughs> A deconstructed <laughs> spicy chicken uh, sandwich pizza. So we make well, believe that we have a pizza. It's certainly trendy right now. Yeah. So I think you now should what do I'm, it. What I'm, what I'm using is one and a half cups of self-rising flour and one cup of Greek yogurt. That's it for your hmm. uh, for your pizza dough. It's ready in about ten minutes. There's yeah. no rising necessary, but you have to have self-rising flour. Mm-hmm. Now what I'm adding that. to this dough, okay? So it's self-rising flour, Greek yogurt. I'm adding some Italian seasoning. I'm also mm-hmm. adding some crystal hot sauce because this is a spicy pizza. Yep. My ingredients are going to be cubed chicken breast, red bell pepper, sautéed yellow onion, Gruyere cheese, elephant garlic, and red pepper flake. Elephant garlic looks great but is, in fact, terrible, in, in, if you ask me, unless you don't like the taste of, of um, actual garlic. Of garlic then you'll you'll love it, but this is it's uh, they're really huge. That's hence the name, but they don't have any I flavor. Sli- I slice these up and just put on, put little slices on. Yeah. It's for people that don't really want to get a mouth full of garlic. There you and go. I'm washing this down. Uh-huh. I'm washing this down with a nice California Chardonnay. No, well, I've heard worse ideas. Yeah, good <laughs> stuff. Uh, also, just just want to let Ron you know, is the Martha Stewart of the food show. Go ahead. <clears throat> 
Who? Uh, the, the food scientist I was called once. <laughs> That's um, true. The, now, I want to let you know, your website's great. When I first started calling in, I was actually Ron, the gourmet website designer, because that's what oh, I was yeah? doing. Oh, hmm. yeah? But I, I spent some time on your website earlier today, and it's looking good, and it looks like it's functioning very well. I hit recipes, and I put one ingredient in. I put chicken in mm-hmm. by itself with no name. I've got 81 recipes. Wow. Woo. That's, that's pretty, we didn't pretty even Im- know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, in other that's words, you don't have to know. know the name of the dish. You just put whatever ingredient in. I put I chicken in it. because it's the protein. And I was given 81 options, including chicken clemenceau. I mm. love it. Mm. Now, I, the other thing I wanted to let you know, uh, it's always great hearing from Allie Lofton. Yes, she is. is my favorite new guest hostess, and I love hearing from her whether she calls in. I really love her shows. Yes. She is phenomenal. She is. She's going to be on the air with us when? She is that Friday. Friday, Friday day after tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Well, yes. we look forward to that. In. Yes. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, that's it. Y'all have a great show. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. Bye. Thank you. It's a food show. That's, I'm happy we to better that. take a break Let, here. Let's do that. Yeah. You're listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. If you were to take a gallon of paint, Mm-hmm. What from, color? From the eight, it doesn't matter. Okay. From the the eighth floor, and drop just overturn the gallon of paint. When it hit the ground, it would shoot off in all directions. Mm. That's what I think of our show is. You just never know. Like so far today, we've talked about naming restaurants. We've talked about your names. We've talked about the Italian American Museum, which I think sounds great. Chicken sandwiches. And um, and naming of uh, restaurants, which I want to get back to. There was uh, the, the the people who had this project. Prob- Look at the size of that crane. It, 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 it just blows I love the my things m- you can see from here. Yeah. Anyway, all right, Tom, I have a question. I'm going to change course right. again. And Fire I away. do want to get back to that name thing, though. If you're out there and would like to call us about a name that you would love to see a restaurant be named, if you were going to name a restaurant yourself, what would it be? And what is the worst name that you have ever seen for a restaurant? <laughs> I, I know I, you didn't ask me for this, but the... Um, all the numbers. You hate all the number names. Uh, yeah, I do. I, I, do. I You know, when a, when a restaurant's yeah. number is 402... Yeah. And that's it. You know, it's just I, yeah. I and I've seen a lot of restaurants go out of business, although the ones that are there now are the have, ones have that done are there pretty now well. are laughing at you for yeah, for well, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'll do anything for a laugh. Sometimes I think that there are names that are too complicated. There's a there's a restaurant in town called Jewel of the South. Hmm. That's a long name. Yeah, what, where it's a really uh, long name. It's in the quarter. It's, in the quarter. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I I don't know. I feel like a a restaurant shouldn't have any more than two names, and I think mm-hmm. one name is the best. Here is the the Just this is name. the name of a restaurant. This is the best restaurant name I've ever heard. Okay, what's that? Hit us. The Gumbo Shop. Yeah. Well, there you go. In the French Quarter, it's it is what it says, and it's <laughs> uh, it's for real. You go there, you have eaten gumbo, and you have well, eaten... Well, there's the rib room, which, the rib you know, that's yeah, another well, one that yeah. kind of says what it is. Well, yeah, I'm sure there are lots of them that say what it is. Ribs you can go and get anywhere. But the gumbo What shop, about gumbo? You can get that anywhere for well, sure, not, sometimes two or three not, different kinds. You're not going to find it in Ponca City, Oklahoma. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... 
Tom. <clears throat> and sometimes yeah. restaurants will change their names, like that place in, in on the North Shore, Sticks and Bones Barbecue. They said they got tired of people saying uh-huh. sticks and stones, so they dropped mm. the, the second part of it. Uh, there's a lot of good names for restaurants and a lot of bad names for restaurants. I'm going to try and think of some more. I wish that I had the uh, the website here because now I'm Im- impressed with what Ron said about how how uh, user-friendly it is. Nomenu.com, by the way. <clears throat> okay, so... Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and the New Orleans menu is on Instagram now. So if you would like to Hmm. join it and follow us, we would love to have that. We're rebuilding the brand for the 2019 version, you know. Uh, So, Tom. Yes. A five-star restaurant. A five-star restaurant. Is it it in existence now? I had an experience today at... A quote five star restaurant, mm-hmm. long standing, definitely yeah. upper tier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this is just a question and opinion sort mm-hmm. of thing. All right. Okay. I had a reservation. Yeah. I, I waited. Had a reservation. I waited to assume a table because they wanted to have the kitchen catch up and the waiters catch up and all that sort of thing that I expect at the chimes but not at a five star mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I asked for an iced tea and it came when I asked for it again about 15 minutes later <clears throat> yeah. I received a salad that I would expect at a place way beneath the stature of this one. It shouldn't have been served to me. And I left thinking, okay, true, it's culinary. They were incredibly busy, and they normally aren't. Mm -hmm. Okay? But shouldn't a five-star restaurant by virtue of that status be able to absorb something like that and execute flawlessly i'm just asking the question because i'm not the gourmet that you are i'm just asking the question should not a five-star restaurant in that upper tier of restaurants not Mm -hmm. miss a beat with something like that uh Mm -hmm. You know, I I I I have because this one was breaking down all over the place. I was I've have seen over the years that nobody's perfect. Yeah. And when somebody is imperfect in some way, that will that notice will be passed around to everybody, and everybody will say, "This isn't as good as I thought it is," because every restaurant has its short uh, areas, and that's the way it goes. I, perfection is not uh, the determinant of uh, a restaurant, uh, a five-star restaurant. Well, what is? I thought that's well, what it was. I thought by by definition it was. I mean, I remember when it, we. I mean, we're not generally speaking doing the the review sort of thing like we used to. But when you did, it was a very specific formula, and there might have been a handful of restaurants that you gave that rating to. And I would imagine yeah. if out of 1,500 restaurants, 10 of them are in that tier, 
then I think you are safe to expect perfection. Uh, I don't think you you can expect uh, perfection at all, period, the end. Really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you ever do, then you can talk about that for the rest of your life. But the... Uh, I, I think uh, you have to cut some slack because we're human. Okay. You know, and uh, I, I uh, what I want from a, a, a five-star restaurant is give me something that just uh, delights the living daylights out of me. To sit down, to take a bite of this, a, tight, a bite of that, uh, open up the, the wine uh, list and discover that there's a wine you've always wanted to have, and the way they got it is that they have everything in the wine cellar, so they are able to uh, hit you with a really fabulous uh, bottle of wine. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's got to have something sharp like that. But uh, perfection, I just don't think it's a realistic. Well, I think uh, that you can thing. be delighted. Yeah. At a at a mm. poor boy oh, shop. Oh, you know, yeah, absolutely you know? right. I mean, I don't think that five star restaurant is the only domain of delightedness. Yeah, you know, by I, any I, stretch I, of the. I'm, I'm delighted when I go to La Carretta, you know, which is why I go there so often. Uh-huh. <laughs> but well, yeah, they, but, I, I think um, that's a legitimate. But uh, I, I point just of feel view. like a five star, and I know this is being harsh, and that's why I'm not saying where it was, but I just feel like if you are in that lofty stratosphere, then you should not be subject to the vagaries that others are. Yeah. Well, one wishes. The, the best, the best uh, <laughs> restaurant. Says Phineas, go ahead. <laughs> the, the best restaurant I have ever attended in, in my entire life is a restaurant called Auberge de Lille. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, at the time that I went there, it was being um, ac- it was getting accolades As that the- said that it was the best restaurant in the world. They came out very much a French <laughs> place, way up in the northern. That's not possible. It's Bottega Louis. <laughs> well, it might have been, but uh, this one came as close as any other restaurant I ever to saw. Me anyway, and it's what they put out, and I, I, I ate there twice in one day, uh, and then I took a train to uh, to Italy. But anyway, uh, this place uh, was so intriguing. Uh, there were one item after another that was. N- not even close to something comparable to what I had ever had before. Uh, so you, you, I guess you do find it a little bit, but it always flanked by unusualness. And also uh, it seemed like they were, you know, Superman or something. I, it was it was really Well, that's amazing. what it should be. If you get yeah, that I mean, sort uh, of, if you get that sort of um, reputation. Yeah. Then you you it's it's tough to live up to a reputation like it that is. for sure. These guys did it. But if you uh, do, yeah. you know these are things that you expect at a certain level. That's okay. all. Okay, Marianne, you were expecting a five star lunch. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, there is no such thing as a five car five star lunch. There's <laughs> only five star dinners. Well, you know, this you is know, this is that's where a good our restaurant shines. Yeah. Lunch is lunch. Buddy. Lunch you can spend a million dollars on. I'm just saying standards should apply across the board 
and and I oh, I mean I feel like standards should apply across the board and I'm not the kind of person I mean I'm not a stuffy kind of diner but I would expect in a place like that to have a salad put before me that is now not brown you know I mean come on then yeah. order a green salad. <laughs> <laughs> this, and, and now, uh, having uh, having achieved the wisdom of the day. Yes. Our, Always our producer, by Doug. Doug, uh, say that again. Let's let's hear that line again. That's that's great. That is that should be. I've chiseled. never seen a five star lunch, but I do expect to see a five star dinner. No, what I said that's was great. I expect the salad to not be brown, and you said order a green one. Yeah. True. Okay, that's equally wise, I think. Yes, it is. I I can't, Doug. It's never not wise coming off my left shoulder there. I can't see Doug, but I know that there will be little nuggets of wisdom coming through. All right, 260-6368 is the number. And uh, that's just another little thing that I threw out. But I am definitely mm. looking for the following things All from right, our paint things. can that coming shattered on the Fun. ground in things. a million different directions. Uh the first question is, do you remember Spunto? And do you remember Spunto as fondly as I do? Uh, restaurant names. Yeah. What would you name a restaurant if you had one? What is the worst name of a restaurant you've ever heard and the best one? Hmm. And lastly, uh, the, did, did I mention the five-star thing? Was that harsh? I guess it was, but which, you know, uh, do you have expectations of restaurants in certain levels of excellence? And when you find that you are in one, don't you expect that level of excellence? And if you don't get it, are you kind of surprised, as I am after a after a very less than five star lunch? And the last question is, why does Tom have so many names? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be different, which is something that I... And why is one of them Phineas? Phineas. Uh, I'll tell you where that came from. It was a, it was a novel. Um, yes. And it was a novel that I... About an aviator? Uh, uh, huh? About an aviator? An aviator? Yes, as in a flyer. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I, it's lost on me. Yeah. So okay. explain it to me. But uh, Keep going. what was I saying? I've, I've completely you lost my time. You were answering the question, why are you named, why are one of your stupid names Phineas? <laughs> yeah, he was a why character in a, in, a, in a novel that I read in uh, junior year in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, it'll come to me in a minute. It, it was being compared a lot with, uh, oh, that, uh, uh, the, that, the famous novel from... I'll Something beat or up another. Okay. Yeah, we'll think of it. Uh, if you know, if you ever read that book, you would know uh, who this guy. This Phineas character. Phineas. Yeah. All right. Two six zero six three six eight. I'm going back to the restaurant names because yeah. I think that a restaurant that has two names is fine, but a lot of names becomes a little cumbersome. Yeah. And uh, and then you wonder why? What is that about? <laughs> You know, um, and uh, a one name restaurant is is perfect, especially if it is powerful. 
in some way. I'm trying to I'm trying to like do a mental image of restaurants that I mean obviously if your restaurant is named after you or one of your kids or something like that well, I, then I would you never certainly do that. expect why don't tell me to protect your kids privacy because you no. are the last person who should be saying that Nobody ever approached. So wonder our kids haven't sued us. Go ahead. What? <laughs> There's still uh, time, I'm, I'm sure. Our our children are pretty smart. They are smart, yeah. but I just uh, they they've not they've lived their life in the in the uh, under the spotlight. Mm. You know. Anyway, so um, so go ahead. What were you going to say? I I'm, I have no place else to go at okay. the moment. Um, no, I I feel like uh, I would like. I'm trying to think of places just going through the mental roster of restaurants that I, you know, are not an automatic recall for sure. Um, But we do run across the names of restaurants a lot just because of what we do. And I'm trying to think of some that have really made an impression on me. I think Trinas is a good name for a restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, uh, you you wonder what it is, then you find out what it is. It's a good restaurant, Oh, that's a perfect name for that restaurant. Um, it translates into uh, stinky. Wait a minute, I, and if that sounded like a joke, I, I, it, it's not. No, Stinky's Fish Camp is Stinky's their parent Fish Camp. company, that's, that's a real and I actually think that's a great name for a restaurant too. And it's good. I, I think it's a great name for a restaurant. I'd pay that but any a, day a of the Trinas week. But a is uh, is a um, little inlet, like you see if you're if you're driving along Highway 11, you see all those little inlets. Um, where you would take a boat and run into an alligator almost certainly. Let's go to Gregory. Do we have time for Gregory? Yes. Gregory, you're going to have to make this one short, my friend. I know. I know. I have to go back to work anyway. I think Tom's talking about Jules Verne around the world in 80 days and Phineas Fogg. Yeah, Phineas uh, Fogg. Yeah. No, but I'm not. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's, that's not the one. Okay. That's not it. No. All right. Oh well. I, I just oh, I thought uh, it was it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, well, I'm, my favorite I'm, restaurant I'm, name was Jonathan, by the way. But anyway. Jonathan. Jonathan. What's well, a person's name? Um. Did do you remember Spunto? I know you like to get back on these uh, old restaurants. Do you remember Spunto? Yeah, I do remember it. Sure. Did you sure. like it? You know what? I never went, but I yeah. I was aware of it. it was, oh, yeah, because I if you. All the if you had gone, you would have been very impressed. It was a really cool place. It didn't last very long. I think it was only around for like a year or two. But that's that, mainly that's because the guys my, left town. What? Yeah, that's probably the reason why I, I just never got it. I just kept putting it off. Yeah. I, I, um, I heard exactly what you said about, about how unique and how quite good it was. Yeah, it was it Anyway. Was, Super cool. All right. Oh, Thank I'm you, Greg. For sure. I knew why he was called Phineas. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. <laughs> all right. Take care. Bye-bye. I don't know. Alan, do we have time for you? Uh, uh, yes. Let's, let's do this really fast. I can always call. I, I still don't start uh, back to work until next week, so I'll probably call all maybe right. even tomorrow. Thank you. Uh, for, no, 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 no. I mean, we have time for you now. I'm just saying yeah, thanks this for, is going to uh, be a quick time one. Out. Yeah. All right. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I, but I'll be quick because uh, I know you're heading up uh, at the top of the hour. Um, it, it, a very strange name for a restaurant. It's at City Park. Um, mm-hmm. My old neighborhood, I lived um, by Delgado, uh, by, by the beautiful park over there. But mm-hmm. so this restaurant uh, called Mofo. Yes. Mofo, <laughs> yeah. There's a restaurant Actually, named Mofo. Actually, I think that is a catchy name. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, really? Yes, I do. Uh, 
I, even well, you know, I've heard as I, you know, I, I work in a high school. You know, I work yeah, with, uh, right, with students. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say it was tasteful. Uh, I said it was catchy. Oh. <laughs> I, we 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 make no judgment about taste on it at all. Okay. Uh, and, and look, we're on the radio. You know, I don't want to get get into detail, but uh, when when a kid gets mad at another kid. He right, will, of course uh, we know. I, we know we're not okay. we're not falling off the turnip truck here. We know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying if you want to get someone's attention, the, actually actually Alan, hold on. Do you have do you have time to hold on or you want to call back after the I news? Did. This bears a no, little no, more discussion and we're running out of time. Okay, I'm here. Okay. All right. 2606368 is the number. We are talking about restaurant names mm. and Alan has just gotten to one where uh, there's more to be said on it because it certainly is a catchy name. Mm. But uh, if you would like to join Mm. the conversation, we're talking about all kinds of things and as usual. So uh, give us a call. You're listening to WWL-FM 105.3 HD2. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.